the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey guys, welcome to Some Sanity. So I am going to do a quick recap episode for you guys on what happened at Wichita State University because your girl is going to the campus. Now, um, this episode, we're just going to go through what these students said, some lessons that can be learned, uh, the fact that I was called the baby white supremacist, the fact that I was called the Nazi. Am I either of those things? No. But did they care? No. Did they try and remove a poor student, a freshman female senator for promoting a white supremacist and Nazi? Yes, they did. <laughs> okay, I'm done singing. But uh, I just think it's really important for us to understand, and this is a great case study on what happens with the totalitarianism on college campuses. And so I hope you enjoy the episode. And um, yeah, let's get right into it. I'm going to Wichita State University this Friday in Kansas, Wichita, Kansas, WSU, to speak. Now, if you have been around for some time, then you probably remember in March 2021, I think I did a podcast episode on this, actually. If you look earlier into like one of the first Some Sanity episodes, uh, basically a little predicament happened at WSU when Olivia, she's a student senator, a freshman student senator at the school, she, for Women's History Month, and her, all of her colleagues were asked to submit the name of a woman that they admire. And so everybody submitted names. There was like Janet Jackson and other random, you know, famous women and stuff like that. But then Olivia, uh-oh, she decided to submit my name. Now, am I that cool? Am I as cool as Janet Jackson? Absolutely not. Um, but Olivia had recently seen me speak at Texas Youth Summit and was inspired apparently. So thank you, Olivia, for that. Uh, so she submitted my name and my bio, just that I'm the founder of Young Americans Against Socialism. I run a small woodworking business and I do some media stuff. So she shared that and it got included because I'm not a crazy person or anything. It was just the submission of a woman. And she even said that they had asked her to submit a conservative woman's name because they knew that she was the leader of the TPUSA chapter. And they wanted to make sure there was some intellectual diversity. <laughs> I'll give them credit for that, whoever it was. Uh, and so she was like, oh, Morgan will be a great pick. Like, she's not super insane or anything like that. The students won't have too hard of a time with Morgan because I'm known as being more of a sound voice, I would say, of the conservatives. And I appreciate that. I'm definitely more radical, but I, I think maybe maybe it's just the soothingness, is that the word? The soothing, <laughs> the soothing aspects of my voice. I've gotten a lot of compliments on that for some reason. I, I really do think if I end politics, which I never will, <laughs> if I ever got out of politics, I would totally love to be an audiobook reader because I think there's something special about reading audiobooks out loud, reading books out loud. And so it would be fun to make that a profession. Um, but either way, Olivia was like, Morgan's not controversial, but really I am in many ways because I want to normalize to radicalize, baby. Um, 
she submitted my name and after a few days nothing really mattered like they they posted me along with Janet Jackson and the rest of the women and stuff and oh my goodness all of a sudden the little lefties on Twitter with 10 followers started to realize that a conservative woman was featured on the women's history month post. And so it was just this big to do and everybody got all upset and stuff like that. And they started to attack Olivia and what they were attacking Olivia was for was for promoting a white supremacist and a Nazi, AKA Morgan Zeggers, me. (laughs) And Olivia reached out after a few days to let me know, like the students on my campus are asking me to resign from my position because of this. And I was wondering if you could help me. So I had to, obviously I'm not going to leave her hanging. And I just wanted to read you guys a few of the tweets because uh, I'm going to this campus after this happened back in March. I'm finally going to Wichita State University this Friday, and I'm going to speak to the Turning Point chapter. And it's open to the public. You have to get a ticket. Um, If you look up Turning Point USA, Wichita State, you'll be able to to see the link where you just have to register for the free event. But um, I'm going not to argue with these idiots that I'm about to to show to you, but instead to just show support for Olivia and to show support for the chapter because they really went through it when this happened earlier this year. And I told them, of course, I'm going to come and see you and we're finally able to make it happen. But it's just so important for me to show them that I have their backs and they had my back. They defended me. They were like, Morgan's not a Nazi uh, and we will always promote her. And then I said, I'm not a Nazi and, and I support this chapter. And, and I called my top donors. I called my top media contacts. I called um, any political representatives that I knew in the area. And we handled this, you know, like we, we handled it. But just reflecting on the um, – the totalitarianism that was displayed in this incident is fascinating because a lot of people think cancel culture is just this, uh, social media is getting out of control. And, and as soon as somebody says the wrong thing, they get canceled and they get ostracized on, on a social media platform. That's not what it is. Cancel culture is totalitarianism and it needs to stop. But unfortunately it's, it's a breeding ground on college campuses in America for totalitarianism. Totalitarianism is, the idea that you cannot commit wrong think you must align and do whatever the the movement expects and wants and demands from you or you will be ostracized removed from the public square and removed from your position of power you create this society that only has one way of thinking one way of doing one way of being and what we're seeing right now is the totalitarian removal of any conservative or middle of the road thinking And it's starting on college campuses. A lot of people think once they graduate and get off into the real world, these crazy little kids are going to grow up and they're going to get more conservative. That's just not the case anymore. What they're doing is taking these same totalitarian aspects of we cannot have anybody disagree with us. It's basic rejection of classical liberalism and American principle of being able to disagree politically. And they're bringing it into the corporations. They're bringing it into the bureaucracy where they're getting jobs. They're bringing it into the government and even into the military, into the private private sector. So that's what we've got to focus on. And this is just such a great case study for how these people think. Now you guys know me. I'm not a Nazi. I'm not a white supremacist. I'm not a, uh, all the words that they throw out. They also said that I'm very anti-women, which I think is hilarious because there's nothing I want more than to support everybody's freedom. And that includes uh, women. Now here are just some of the tweets from these crazy people. 
One says, supporting Morgan Zeggers for Women's History Month might be the stupidest thing ever. Why the F-U-C-K did SGA think this is a good idea, LMAO? One girl named Erin said, celebrating diversity by giving a baby, by giving a platform to baby white supremacists. Cool. (laughs) Celebrating diversity by giving a platform to baby white supremacists. Cool. That's me. One guy, Emerson, said, I've never been more embarrassed to go to Wichita State University. This is an empowerment. This is an act of disrespect. SGA and DEIC just lost all and any faith I had in them to actually help students. (laughs) So this is, again, just a tweet of my face and my bio, along with Janet Jackson and how many other, other random women that do random things for work. Alondra, who has I hate capitalism, followed by a communist hammer and sickle in her bio, she tweeted, I don't think including Morgan Zeggers is representative of the diversity and inclusion we want on campus, so why even highlight her in the first place? Then Clown Patrol, whose Twitter handle is, quote, I eat blue lives, police officers, said, quote, this is the funniest shit on earth. Morgan Zeggers is a villain. I'm a villain. I'm going to come get you. Somebody come get her. Okay. One girl named Chisado. Is that how it is? Chisado. She said university DEI committee. Okay. Also DEI. It's like the diversity, equity, and inclusion committee. They are highly offended that I, a conservative woman, was included in their diversity post because they don't believe in intellectual diversity. Chisato said university DEI committee promoting a woman who actively works to undermine diversity, equity, and inclusion in literally every aspect of life, including education. What the F are you on, SGA? (laughs) Wichita State, what the F are you on thinking to promote a conservative lady? An account called Solidarity Not Charity ICT. Whenever they use the word solidarity, you just know that these are freaking commies. They wrote, we are a mutual, oh no, this is their bio. The bio says, we are a mutual aid initiative focused on empowering our unhoused neighbors. Anti-racist, anti-capitalist, (laughs) anti-imperialist. They tweeted, how is giving unneeded, unwarranted, and undeserved recognition to an alt-right WUW promoting diversity, empowerment, and inclusion? Oh, maybe the DEI thing is empowerment or is it equity? I don't know. They always have their little fluff words. It's hard to keep track. Um, So first of all, I learned recently that WW means white woman. I also noticed a lot of these people, they like to dehumanize. This is a classic 20th century tactic of leftists. They dehumanize, delegitimize their opponents. And so after delegitimizing, they have to dehumanize. What they're doing now, and I've seen this with other engagements between leftists and people on the right, for me, a lot of them, when they tweet Morgan Zeggers, they put asterisks throughout my name as if I'm a swear word. And I'm like, are you trying to dehumanize me because even my name can't be mentioned? Or are you just trying to make sure that this doesn't like show up on social media if somebody searched it? Who knows what? But it's it's just this weird thing like WW for white woman. And then my name has asterisks in it for the vowels as if I'm a swear word. It, it's very creepy, creepy stuff from these people. The WSU Intersectional Student Leftist Association, say that five times, they tweeted, defending the honoring of an anti-socialist far-right woman is not representative of 
diversity, and inclusions, especially considering that this person's stances are against the lives and identities of a variety of individuals, all whom are and should be represented on campus. Not only this, but it is, in part, hypocritical of our student government to make a statement against a Senate bill about trans lives, yet allow for a transphobic woman to be highlighted in one of their posts. If you stand for real diversity and inclusion, you do not stand with a white supremacist. <laughs> Then Lila Kohler, this is where it gets weird. So, big lesson here. The leftist attacks on social media, the guillotine death threats I get in my bi- in my DMs, the attacks as the racist, bigot, sexist, white supremacist, Nazi, yada, yada, yada. All of those things, we could just be like, oh, okay, they're just idiots on social media throwing out ad hominem baseless attacks. Now, here's what happens. They use these baseless attacks on social media by these random internet dweebs, and they start using these baseless attacks as a basis to then remove us from the public square and positions of power. See here. Here's where it gets even more intense. From just social media attack to now trying to remove someone from their position of power over their own political thought, aka totalitarianism, Lila Kohler, a student senator at with Olivia, released a statement onto Twitter. Wait, I need a coffee. My coffee's empty. Okay, so Lila Kohler, a student senator with Olivia, even released a statement onto Twitter where she called for disciplinary action against Olivia. She said, as a student senator at WSU SGA and a member of the DEI committee, this post deeply ashamed me. I am extremely disappointed and saddened that a senator in my committee would choose to promote a figure who publicly spreads hate, racism, and misinformation. Sometimes as I'm reading these things, I'm like, wait, oh, they're talking about me. <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys realize this. My motto is cultivating goodness, okay? I believe in inspiring people to achieve a lifestyle of freedom. But then people, these lefties, describe me as figure who publicly spreads hate, racism, and misinformation. Now, for the people out there that are like, I'm scared to speak out because I will be canceled by my friends. Honey, you don't want those friends, okay? If your friends will cancel you and call you something like that over a political post, you don't want those friends. Quality over quantity is what I'm going to say there. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye, love. I'll catch you later. That's a good song. Um... That also being said, though, publicly, we need to start speaking out. If we're scared to speak out because we know that we'll be attacked and singled out by the crazy lefties if we do because it feels like the mob mentality will come after us, then we'll never understand that we are the silent majority, that we are the people that are common sense, that we are the middle in America, and that there are so many more people like us than there are of these crazy students on a campus like Wichita State. And so I I just want to tell you guys, like, I am a capitalist and I believe in economic independence. I believe in freedom for everyone. I want to live the lifestyle of freedom. I believe in community leadership over some big federal government telling us what to do. There's no shame in that. There is literally no shame in that. And even though I have these very basic views, I'm always called the Nazi white supremacist, terrible person that apparently spreads hate by people that just vehemently disagree with the American concepts and principles I'm fine with those people not liking me. It's a compliment when people with hammer and sickles in their bio tell me to F off, okay? That's a compliment. I take it as a badge of honor. 
and I'm moving forward and I hope you start to do the same. Do not let these little attacks offend you deeply to your core, okay? It's something that you can laugh about and then say, okay, how are we going to fix this and make sure these people don't achieve power? Because when these kind of people achieve power, millions of people die, and history has shown us that over the last two centuries. So back to it, though. I cannot imagine how hurtful and upsetting that was for our students slash staff that come from multiple minority groups. As a member of the SGA and the DEI committee, I apologize immensely for the inappropriate behavior of this senator for promoting me on the Women's History Month list of women to look up to. I know it is hard to believe after something like this happens, but please know the actions of this senator do not reflect the views slash feelings of the DEI or WSU SGA. I hope this senator is held accountable for their actions immediately. Accountable for what action? What does accountability look like in a situation like this? For including the name of a conservative woman on a Women's History Month appreciation list. Are you kidding me? Now, here's where it gets even weirder, and then we'll get away from this. But I just wanted to give you guys a taste of what's what this campus is like before I go there on Friday. So I have protection at this campus probably because this guy is really creepy, and I can't be concealed carrying in a different state, of course. But this one guy, Aaron, he ended up doing like a one-and-a-half-hour video looking at my videos and reading my articles and just talking about me and Olivia in the most misogynist and disgusting way I've ever been spoken about by a man. Like, I... I'm not a feminazi, I'm not into the third wave feminism stuff, but this guy was a freaking creep and I felt so uncomfortable. And so here are just a few of the things he was tweeting. He was basically in his video saying that if the SGA does not act, then this communist will take matters into his own hands and make sure that we're like brought to justice or whatever. So um, in a quote tweet reply to my original tweet, letting everyone know that they were demanding that she resign, he said, let's F-U-C-K-I-N-G, go. Let's effing go. Let's effing go. She's getting destroyed left and right and is bitching to TPUSA. Let's effing go. Keep it up and let's get Olivia the F out of here. He uses the real word, the real swear words in all of these, by the way. Then he tweeted, LMAO, Olivia is now private. We got to keep the pressure on. Wichita State SGA, get her the F out of here. Why the F was she allowed to have a Nazi as part of the Women's History Month post? Do you see how weird this is? And this is all, he's like Twitch streaming with me like in the background of his screen with a green screen behind him. And he's just talking about us like this on the video, but then also tweeting about it publicly. What's so funny is I started sharing these posts and then he said that I was like, um, exposing him and doxing him because I dared to share his public tweets onto my public page where I have, you know, a healthy, a healthy community built up of, of followers. I sent it to the daily caller as I talked about it on Newsmax. I sent it to the local radio stations and everybody was talking about it because it was hilarious that this communist was doing this to this basic freshman student, Senator conservative and to me. And so it got like really good news. And then he started to like cry about it saying that I doxed him and that it wasn't fair for me to expose him like this. And I'm like, sorry, honey, but that's called accountability culture. You put this publicly, you put this video out, you put these threatening tweets out about this young freshman student, and I'm going to bring you to justice, baby, using the public square that I have. So it was pretty funny. I did not dox him. When you post something publicly, you're letting the world see this, and you're okay with it living on the internet forever. Okay? Thank you. 
That's the lesson there. So then he said, I can't wait for you to finally see how much of a piece of shit you are. That was to me. He then said, capitalists somehow think communists are in the wrong. LMAO. <laughs> if only you actually did some research on how F-U-C-K-E-D capitalism is. And then he tweeted, also F Olivia for supporting a Nazi and thinking it would be a good idea to make other folks fearful to be in the SGA. SGA, y'all need to make her resign or get the F out. <laughs> so it just keeps going like that and that. And like it was just endless. And a few things there. He's now saying that Olivia's presence, and this is what the student senators eventually said when they brought Olivia up on charges for promoting uh, white supremacy and Nazism. They said that it, she was like violating the bylaws. So we had to fight that. We did, thanks to FIRE, um, the organization that helps students and uh, rights and education. It was really cool. They helped her out. We got through it. Olivia remained student senator, all this stuff. But what they were saying, their justification was that her presence and her uh, political opinions as a conservative were threatening the physical presence of the students in the SGA and the students on the campus. And so her presence in the room of the student government for when they convened meetings was dangerous to them and made them unsafe. And so that's why she should be removed. So they're turning speech into violence and then that's how they're able to justify that our speech should not be allowed because it is physically violent against other people. So that's what we were dealing with. Bottom line is that I'm going to the Turning Point chapter event um, this Friday, October 22nd. I'm going to be speaking on the campus. And again, it's not to clash with these flat earthers of economics that actually believe in, in communism. I'm not just calling them a communist because they're a liberal. They aren't even liberals. They are leftists. They are economic flat earthers. And they believe that communism will work again or work for the first time if we just try it a little bit different this time. Flat earther of economics right there. So I'm not interested in, in clashing with them. I'm not a Charlie Kirk. I don't do the campus clash stuff. I'm literally just going to support the students that had to deal with these crazy people, specifically Olivia, specifically the Turning Point students, and anybody else on campus that was really shocked because it really like threw a lot of people for a loop. Like, wait, what are you trying to do to her? For what? For this? Why would you do that? And it was a really good explanation of like the difference between a liberal and a leftist. There's a lot of naive, well-intentioned liberals out there that just get so wrapped up in woke politics that all of a sudden they look around and they are surrounded by these crazy leftists and they go, wait, I don't agree with you guys. I at least believe in economic independence and, and basic freedoms. You guys don't even want people to be able to disagree with you. So I think it really opened the eyes of a lot of middle of the road, liberal leaning students that were shocked by the behavior of actual leftists. And that's a good lesson for us moving forward that those well-intentioned middle-of-the-road people that just get wrapped up in the craziness of the left and then they open their eyes and go, whoa, 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 I don't actually align with you guys. They are our potential allies. And so to group them with these crazy communists like we see here is very damaging to our movement, our movement to better the future of America and always because we want them on our side and we are together going to be able to fight in a stronger way against these radical leftists that want to get rid of our constitution, our founding documents, our founding principles, and our heritage and history. So that's my little lesson there. If you're in Kansas, if you're in one of the nearby areas and you want to come, it's open to the public. You just have to search Turning Point USA, Wichita State, and you'll be able to easily on Google find uh, the link to the event and just sign up and, and you can join us. But I'll be there Friday.
And so you guys, uh, I hope you have a great rest of the week. I'm actually going to do a second episode later this week. Okay. I'm going to do a quick Q and a, so I'm going to answer a lot of the questions that have been submitted. I'm going to try and do those more often because I get so many questions, especially from young men and women, uh, about steps that they can be taking to better themselves. I get a lot from parents that are, um, they want to be more intentional with what they do, especially as we enter this era of tyranny. How can we better prepare our kids? How can we speak in a better way to our, our children as they're going to be indoctrinated as they go out into the world? And how can we prepare them to handle that? There's just so many important topics to be discussing. And honestly, I think the first step for everybody, if you want to help save this country, you have to better yourself. That's just the bottom line. More discipline, more intention, more care, more compassion. Just so many good things out there, and and we're going to talk about that next episode. So I'll see you then, and hopefully by then we're in the swing of things and I can start doing two episodes a week from now on. i got to start holding myself accountable for that. We talk about bettering ourselves. i got to hold myself accountable and, and try and schedule more time in to do uh, the more personal stuff for me because I, I have my business, I have my nonprofit, I have the turning point stuff that I do now, and um, a bunch of, like, I, I'm renting my house out, and so I've got the property management of everything, and Oh boy, your girl is busy, but this is something that just matters to me beyond um, the work aspect of it. It's it's a passion project for me, and um, I'm going to hold myself accountable and have more discipline specifically on this project, so I hope that inspires you guys to do the same. Uh, time is money. Time is money, baby. Now, I'll see you guys later, and I hope you have a good rest of the week. God bless. <laughs>